I remember going to church as an adult, right, for the first time when I started going to church. And I would walk in, and the pastor was like, he said, I want you to pray with your neighbor. And I'm like, well, my neighbor don't go to this church. I don't know if you need to... You want me to call my neighbor on the phone? That's creepy. I ain't going to do that. Right, then they explained to me, right, your neighbor is a person sitting next to you. Listen, I'm brand new at this Christian stuff. I don't... Not, I didn't even know you're supposed to pray out loud, let alone with this lady. I don't even know this lady. What am I supposed to pray about? Lord, help these bumps go down on this lady's face. I don't know what to pray about. I don't know what I'm supposed to pray about, right? She went first. She was praying all good, and she must have been John the Baptist's little sister or something. <laughs> She was like, dear Heavenly Father, you said in your word in the sixth chapter, the third, third verse of the book of Matthew, the 601st word on page 1248. <laughs> Lord, you said, but seek, S is in search, E is in everywhere, E is in excellent, K is in kingdom. <laughs> You're the Alpha, Nisi, Jehovah, Jireh, Jehovah, Rapha. I'm thinking, man, she even know his nicknames. Now, it's my turn to pray, right? But I don't got the spiritual vocabulary to just, but I'm not going to let her out pray me. So I'm like, okay, God, first of all, you are good people. You know, you are good, Lord. You are good. You are good to the last drop, Lord. Because, um, Lord, I, I just got to obey my thirst, Lord. You know, because choosing moms choose Jesus. So, Lord, because... You no, know, as the as the rocket's red glare, Lord, it gave proof to the night, Lord. I believe I can fly, Amen. <laughs> oh, that Michael Jr. is quite a character. Praise the Lord. Oh well, I think we can do a little better than that. I didn't say praise a person I, that's on this earth. I said praise our Lord and Savior. Let's try it again. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Hallelujah. It's a great time to be with you this morning on behalf of our president, Dr. Dresan Morano-Riano. Welcome. On behalf of the EC and on behalf of your Cornerstone community for our guests that are with us today, God bless you. We are so glad that you're here. And to our students, oh wow, to our students. Yeah, come on, let's give it up for the gift that God has brought us in our students. And we're so excited to have been joined today uh, by the winds and by the, by the alumni band. Come on, let's give it up for the alumni band. Uh, I have to tell you, I didn't know whether I was going to make it to the stage or not. I was just having an encounter with Jesus over there. Uh, you see folks bringing me towels and napkins and all of that. The, the waters were flowing. Anybody else feel the presence of the Lord in this place? Amen. Uh, he is here and he is real. Praise God for his presence. Very quick announcement. I want to thank uh, the students who have been getting in contact with us through email and Otherwise, with regard to chapel, we've been getting some tremendous feedback, and thank you. And we've also been giving some feedback that helps to inform us 
uh, so that we can serve you better in that area. So continue to send them through the chapel email. Uh, and that way we can respond to you as well as possible. Thank you for your patience as we're working with your academic areas to make sure that we can serve you well. So thank you again for that. Well, praise the Lord. I'm so excited. I'm still recovering. Wow, I'm still recovering. I wanted to jump on stage with this band and just go and rock it on out for the rest of our time. Ooh, man, and as I look at the clock, I have less than 20 minutes to share two hours of a message. <laughs> Bless God, we'll do our best, right? We'll see where the Holy Spirit leads us and where we finish. Um, Christ, the greatest influencer, is our theme for this year. Something that our president has given us and that we're, he's leading us through. Christ, the greatest influence, because the mission of Cornerstone is that uh, we are training and developing our students so that they go out and be influencers for Christ in the world, right? Influencers for Christ in the world. But we can't be a good influencer for Christ in the world if we're not influenced by the greatest influencer, which is Jesus Christ. I see a lot of heads nodding. You can go ahead and say amen. amen. This is a talk back crowd today. You can feel free to, to talk back. Um, Reclaim today is a group of, uh, from uh, ODB, Our Daily Bread, that we've partnered with. And Reclaim today helps to provide contents for our new encounter groups. Encounter groups. I haven't heard from this side yet. Encounter groups. There we go, there we go, and they provide the content for that as well as provide themes, monthly themes for chapel, and this monthly theme is prayer. We're closing out the monthly theme of prayer today, so I thought I'd close out with a message on the monthly theme of prayer called Engaging Prayer. Can you look to someone next to you and say, are you engaging in prayer? Three areas we want to cover today. Steve, you're still excited from the message. Yeah, okay, settle down, settle down. We have new people here that are, that are perspectives for our university. If you cause all this ruckus and get excited about Jesus, they might actually come. Uh, so we're going to talk about purpose, posture, and power. I don't know that I'm going to make it. I don't, but you can help me, okay? I've got about 15 minutes Let's see what we can do. Purpose, posture, and power of prayer. That's what we're going to talk about. You ready? 1 Thessalonians 5.17 from the New Living Translation says this. Never stop praying. Right? Last year's theme, I think, was pray without well, this is the same thing, says the same words, the same scripture, but from the NLT it says never stop praying because I think it gives us a message in a way that helps us to understand that we need to pray. The Bible says men ought to always, okay, all right, all right. When I do this or when I pause, that's your cue, okay? Men ought to always there we go. And keep it at that level, right? We have guests. <laughs> this is what St. Augustine said. Without God, man cannot. But without man, God will not. Because he has chosen. Come on, say it again. Preach, man. Because he has chosen to use man in his plan. 
That's not just because it rhymes, because it's true. Our God has chosen man to be in his You got it, man. It didn't take you long either. Man to be in his plan. So without God, man cannot. Without man, God will not. He chooses to do this, the creator of the universe. Listen to what Dr. Miles Monroe said. God causes things to happen on earth when men and women are in agreement with his will. Prayer, therefore, is essential for God's will to be done on the earth. What is he saying? Is he saying that you and I are conduits from which the kingdom of God and the activity of heaven can come down to earth? Are you hearing that? I'm hearing that. Listen to this. We're going to talk about the purpose of prayer. The purpose of prayer uh, is also reflected in many of the scripture. We know the scripture here, right? It is in what was formerly called the Lord's Prayer. Formerly called the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Give us this day. And as we forgive those who trespass against, and but for thine and power and for and and oh we better stop we can go so so, so I submit to you that it couldn't be the Lord's prayer. Because it says, forgive us of our debts, trespasses. Our Lord never sinned. So he couldn't say this prayer. It's not the Lord's prayer. It's the model prayer that he gives us. If you want to read the Lord's prayer, go to John chapter 17. Homework assignment. Even for our prospective students, homework assignment. John chapter 17, Jesus prays for himself. He prays for the disciples and he prays for us. Check it out. John chapter 7. But the goal here is that prayer allows God and his kingdom to come to the earth through you and I. Wow. I don't know about you. That messes me up. Uh, if you knew what I've done and where I've been and how my God who saves all the good, the bad, and the ugly about me and then decides that he's going to use me to be a conduit of his grace and mercy and that his kingdom, which is in heaven, and all the activity of it would come to earth. Glory to God. Did you know there's no sickness in heaven? There's no debt in heaven? There's no problems in heaven? There's no nagging people in heaven? There's no mean folk in heaven? And God says, I want to use you as a conduit to bring all of that from heaven into the earth. Even if it means if you have any of that in you to change you. Mm. Pastor T, you didn't have to hit us that way. Prayer is the God-given communication link between heaven and earth. Time and eternity. Finite and infinite, Dr. Uh, Tony Evans says. In other words, prayer is God's way of allowing us to, to bridge eternity and time. God lives outside of time. He created time not for himself. He created time for you and I. I don't know about you, but it's, I'm glad that he created time. 
because some stuff I've gone through in my life, I'm glad it's ended. Time came, and this too. This is a good class this morning. You're showing our prospective students well. Uh, this too, Phil Pass and our alumni that are here with us, thank you for being here with us. Check it out. That's the power. That's the purpose of prayer, to bring the kingdom that is in heaven here on earth. And you and I are conduits for that. What about the posture of prayer? When you think about the posture of prayer, you often think about the folding hands. You think about whether you're kneeling uh, or standing, head bowed, eyes closed, or looking up to heaven. Those are the kind of postures of prayer. And, and while that has some significance uh, in how we pray, certainly depending upon the state that we're in of which we approach our God in prayer, what he's really looking for is the posture of our hearts. C.S. Lewis says this, a concentrated mind and a sitting body make for better prayer than a kneeling body and a mind half sleep. Anybody ever fallen asleep when you pray? Listen, there ought to be many more hands up in here. <laughs> come on, come on, you're in church. Many more hands up here. Just about all of us have fallen asleep, right? Right? And, and that's okay. It's called the ministry of rest. <laughs> Sometimes that's what we need in our time of prayer because we're so overwhelmed and we close our eyes at the end of a busy day and the next thing we know, it's 6 o'clock in the morning. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> See, as Lewis is making a point here to identify the importance of us, our mind and our posture of our hearts when we enter into prayer. Jesus gives this story in Luke chapter 18, and I think that helps us to understand this. Uh, two men went up to the temple to pray. One was a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed by himself to pray. This is what he said. God, let me say it like I think he was saying, oh God, I thank you that I am not like the other men, swindlers and evildoers, adulterers. Paris the thought, uh, or even like this tax collector, I fast twice a week and pay tithes of all that I acquire. On <laughs> uh, the contrast, this tax collector, but the tax collector stood at a distance, unwilling to even lift his eyes to heaven, instead beating his chest. And said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. You see the difference between one who is filled with pride and one who knows that he's at the, the, the mercy of an almighty God and at his throne and not even able to look up because of how cast down he is in his heart, but he is in not full of pride, but he is full of a heart of compassion and humility. One who is full of pride has no God. But the one who is full of God <laughs> has no pride. God can use the one who approaches him with a heart of humility Check it out in Luke. This is the culmination of this teaching. Jesus says, I tell you, this man rather than the Pharisee went home justified, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, 
but the one who humbles himself, come on, say it with me, will be exalted. If pride comes before a fall, then humility comes before exaltation. You want to go up in the kingdom? Fall down before the king. Let's talk about the power of prayer. Well, before I go into the, the power of prayer, let's go back to the posture of prayer. I'm familiar with Tim Hawkins. You remember that one that he had about uh, uh, the postures of praise, whether you're not a hand-raising church or... Yeah. yeah. See, I, I, think, I think we can also use that to talk about prayer, right? I, I think there are postures of prayer, right? So, so, so one, he starts off with, he talks about, uh, this is a prayer posture, carrying the TV, oh God. <laughs> then you go to the big screen, right? Big screen. And, and, and then you go, my fish was this big. And then he says, if you're lying, if you're lying, then prayer was this big. Right? And, and then hold my baby. Hold my baby. Oh God. There are many postures of prayer, but it is the heart, the posture of the heart. Look to someone next to you and say it. It's about the posture of your heart when you pray. All right, quiet down. You only have five minutes left. All right, here we go. Here we go. The power of prayer. Where do we get the power from prayer? All right, I'm getting some answers. So I hear the Bible over here. Got the Bible once. Got the Bible over here once. The Bible over here. Do we have any other questions? Do we have any other answers? Holy Spirit. What was that? The Holy Ghost. I remember listening to a pastor. He said, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, the Holy, the power of God's word and the Holy Spirit, right? Check it out. This is what Dr. Miles Monroe says. The most awesome power every human being possesses is the power to influence earth from heaven through prayer. Pump up the volume a little bit more over here. Uh, uh, through prayer. I'm still not hearing from you back here. You're still participating, aren't you? It's because your alumni and your students, you still get to join in on this, right? The power that we possess from God, listen, we possess, it didn't emanate from us. It came from God and he delegates power to the one who has a humble posture before him so that he can exact his will on the earth. Oh my, it's, it's, are you feeling this like I'm feeling it? God is doing something in this moment with us to help us understand prayer. Check this out. This is what the Word says about the Word. For the Word of God is alive and it's sharper than any, sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow, and it our innermost thoughts and desires. It exposes them. I would submit to you as I try to practice myself that I go before God and allow him to expose my sin before my sin exposes it for me. Because be sure that your sin 
if there be any, will expose you. Best to go to God and have exposed sin and doubt and tribulation and trial and the problems that go on within us. Best to go to him in prayer in private so that he can expose it because God is not interested in exposing it to the world. He's interested in disposing it so that he can present you faultless before the king and before people. Is this helping you at all? It's helping me, and I'm preaching it. it. Hebrew, the word says about itself that it is powerful enough to go into the depths of who we are and untangle the mess, the brokenness of who we are so that he can make us whole. Can't be useful to people outside of you until you allow God to get you right inside of you. Is gone because my time is fleeting. But the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have told you. You've had it right, ladies and gentlemen. Where does the power come from? The Word of God and the Spirit of God. When we pray according to the Word, then we are praying according to God's will. And in 1 Peter, I believe, 5, it says that when we pray according to His will, then He, you don't know this one, He hears us. No, no. When we pray according to His will, He hears us. And if He hears us according to His will, then He will give us our petition. There are times that we don't know what to say when we pray. Yes? What do you do when you don't know what to say when you pray? You pray in the Spirit. And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep for all the Lord's people. To our guests that are here with us today, you may not be aware of this, but we've been praying for you. We don't know your names, but if you're in Christ, then you're in the kingdom. If you're in the kingdom, you're part of the family. We've been praying for you. And we pray that as you're here visiting with us, uh, that as you're here visiting with us, then you will hear from God. As you go visit other places and you present your heart before him, that you will hear from him and that you will be planted as students, as a family, in exactly the place that God has you because he has a plan for you. Yes, we'd love for it to be here at Cornerstone. We got some good folk around here. You missed a real good cue there. Let's try it again. We've got some loving people around here. As I bring this to a close, I just want to help to remind us, if you know pride, there's no power. But if there's no pride, then you know power. Uh, Emmett Smith is one of our freshmen. I know Emmett Smith is a real popular name, right? Emmett Smith. Where are you, Emmett? Emmett, there he is, Emmett, Emmett's back there. I took some pics with Emmett before the semester started, him and a couple other friends. Emmett jumped right in. Emmett was volunteering uh, um, at the registration tent from, uh, for the alumni. Uh, this is nothing 
towards you, alumni. I'm just making an observation and using this for a wonderful moment as we bring this to a close. Emmett was working the tent as, uh, for the alumni registration. And Emmett said, Pastor T was good. I was there with some others, but no one showed up. And I said, but Emmett, you did. You took your assignment seriously and you showed up. That's what God does. God shows up. Is there anybody visiting his tent of prayer to register? Register. Don't stop praying. Register for prayer because our amazing and awesome God is just standing waiting to hear your prayer. He even knows what you have need of before you can even utter it. And if you can't utter it because you might be cast down and disappointed and despaired, he is powerful enough to send the spirit who is in you to interpret for you. And he can communicate not only to your mighty God and Father, but he will also communicate to you. Never stop. Father, we thank you for this time with you. We bless you. We pray that this message will not just be in this space only, that it will be a message through which you will help us to live our lives towards so that we will know the purpose of prayer that you desire to use us as conduits to bring heaven to earth. Father, that we'll posture our hearts in humility and not in pride. And Lord, beat our chest when we come before you because we realize that we're nothing without you, but we're everything in you. And that the power that you give us as we come before you can be used not only to root out the things that are not like you in us, but help us to make better relationships with our friends and loved ones and even those that are yet to come. We thank you and we give you praise in the awesome, matchless name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior, we pray and thank you. Amen and amen. Come on, can you give your great God a praise for his goodness? You are dismissed.